move this over here. What's up, Brandon? What's going on, man? Not much. I had the flu. <laughs> you did? I did. That's still yeah. around? It's still around. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's a rare one. All right. <laughs> You're all better, though? You sound better. Yeah, I ended up getting antibiotics and stuff because it I was feeling better and then got worse, finally feeling much closer to myself now, yeah. for sure. You sound sound like yourself, so that's good. <laughs> uh, good afternoon, everybody. We are The Reboot. We're here today um, talking about lead generation and marketing. We try to touch base on, on um, different type, different topics for small businesses, and we always tend to steer on the uh, technical side of things just because of the nature of our business, but we like to kind of pepper in some, you know, general business um, topics for discussion and, and and see what kind of works for us. Um, before we get into it, um, I am Brian Bracci. I'm with BNL PC Solutions, and with, I'm joined here with uh, by my good friend Brandon from. Yeah, Brandon Bowers from Eisenhower Managed Technology Services. That's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. <laughs> I like the little abbreviation. Yeah. Though. That works. That's why I always abbreviate. Oh, MTS, MTS, because every time we pick up the phone, it's like, oh my god, am I going to yeah. say this? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we're, uh, you know, we're, we're we we are both in the uh, IT space, managed service space, but um, the commonality between between businesses is 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 marketing at at some level. Um, we are not. Uh, we don't identify as marketing experts, but we, you know, we're in a marketing group and we meet weekly and then and then in person quarterly and we go through a, a bunch of different things that are working for some of us. It may not be working for other people. Um, you know, what we've learned is it, it it depends on a couple of different things that can affect your marketing results. It can be the vertical that you're marketing to and it, it the, the time of year that you're marketing to that vertical. Um, it could be a geographical location um, and w- something that works for you may not work. You know, I'm, we're based out of New York and, and, you know, we've, I have, um, there's something that Brandon's working on down in Florida. Maybe he gets a little more traction during, you know, hurricane season with, with some marketing stuff that may not work in the, you know, on the West coast for some people. So, um, so we have different things that we do and, and, we do have some some measurable results, so I think it's important and you know to kind of share that and see, uh, kind of put some ideas out there on on what you could possibly do, be doing in your own business. And and to, to, the goal is to get more leads, right? So, Brendan, what do you yeah. got? Well, I I, I want to say something because uh, for business owners or anybody who's in a upper management or you know some sort of area where like your ultimate destiny revolves around that business growing. Um, so if you're a sales guy, whatever else, I, I would almost argue you are in marketing because at the end of the day, like marketing is going <clears> to, <throat> what if you want, most people call it a funnel, right? Marketing is going to feed the funnel and get people into the funnel so that your sales team can close. And maybe depending on the business size, like, you could be the marketing person. You could be the salesperson. You could be you know, the person delivering yeah. the service as well. But um, I think we're all in marketing at the end of the day. You know whether we have a marketing you know title or not. Like it's just something that every business owner needs at least to have some awareness around um, and making sure they're putting some focus and effort behind it, especially if they want to grow and especially around this time. Like 
what's going on with the economy and everybody's worried and inflation, like you just, you're getting pounded with it all the time on all of these like macro level issues going on in the world. And like, for me, it's just like, all right, I want to focus on growing. Like I can't control that stuff. Yeah. So let me focus on, on what I can control. And I, you know, I think, um, thinking about, you know, yourself as a marketer, like you should do that as, as any business owner should, should be thinking that way. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 you know, we even go as far as telling our, our texts to, you know, pitch for referrals, you know, and, and something as simple as that um, is, is, can, can reach, they may know people, they may be out with friends and, and, and just, you know, that, that is a, a sort of marketing. We have campaigns, we have a referral campaign that, 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 we run that seeks referrals and we, we award uh, or reward our customers staff with, with compensation for um, getting us that, that lead. If it's, so, if it's so let, let, let's talk about like, let's dig into some of those different, I, I call them oil wells because that's yeah. like what I've been trained or heard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but so let's talk about those after for a second and go back to what you first mentioned, which is, like having a clear target market, like you said, vertical, but mm -hmm. clear target market, it could be a certain size, geographic region, something else like that, because all of your messaging will really be dependent on that vertical. Um, if you're focusing on accounting firms or your customers, like, are you going to be doing all your marketing efforts between January and April, like as your heavy targeted times? Probably not because they're going to be in tax season and they're going to see your stuff come across their desk or the emails or the phone calls. And they're going to be like, I'm doing taxes or audit work right now. Like uh, call me in a few months, call me after April. You know, and Don't that's to be honest with you, that that was one of the mistakes that we made knowing, you know, I went into that, that season knowing that that was not a great time for that, but my, you know, my, my spin on it was, you know what, maybe I'll find an accounting firm that is can't handle that. Like their IT is not working right now. And and this lands on their desk, and they say, you know what, I'm annoyed right now. Let me call this guy. So that was the kind of approach I took with that, just to see if it worked. But that's it still didn't. a really good example because it hits home the fact that okay, who am I marketing to? Do I know my audience? Have I tailored the message? And you put some thought around it, right? Okay, an accounting firm, if they're having issues at this time, like this is the most critical time. So this is yeah. going to be the time that if they're upset with somebody, they're probably going to be like, okay, just get in here and fix this right mm -hmm. now. Like, we can't have downtime right now. So I will say um, along those lines, we I, I'm in conversation right now with a firm that we marketed to post busy season. And they called us back there with their current provider for 15 years. And the reason they called us was because they got our, we did a, a campaign, a poker chip campaign. They called us and said, um, you know what? We were down during our busiest season, and their solution was to, you know, I'm not want to get too into the weeds here, but they were not happy with with what happened during their busy season, and that's and, and they're ready to go. So, you know, again, I, I was fortunate enough to potentially get something out of that, but it works. Yeah, and and I think this goes to the message that like you just need to keep doing this stuff, like. You can't pick up and say, hey, I'm going to do mailings this month and next month I'm going to do digital and next month I'm going to do something else and not stay in front of those same people. I, I don't know what the average is, but <clears throat> from if I go back, I think it was like eight to 12 touches. You have to touch a customer or prospect for them to actually reach back out is yeah. the average. Um, I can't remember the exact number, but it's it's not one. That's for sure. 
So you just need to stay in front of them. Um, I think it was, I, I went, it was either in a book from Jack Daly. Um, have you read any of his stuff? Jack, oh, yeah, Jack Daly yeah. is like this big sales guru and he's love him, love him, super yeah. entertaining to watch, yeah. right? Because he's just out there. And um, I think Robin Robbins has spoken about this too before, but there's like, uh, I think it's called the pain graph or something like that, right? And so you, you have a graph and your customers like right here, there's a border up at the top where, you know, over time in a relationship with a vendor, you know, maybe they start, there's no pain, but then they have little issues, right? And as you get up in that graph, if you're the one that is constantly marking to that customer and they finally get to that point where they just like, they've had enough, they they're getting to the point where like, they're, they're just upset. Like you want to be that person that's in front of them. Um, and so that's why you need those additional touch points or even different routes, right? Because some people are, checking their emails. Some people like just ignore and delete that stuff, or maybe it doesn't even get through the email because of spam. And so that's why a mailer is better for them. Or some people may not even be in their office, so they don't get mailers. So digital or something else is better for them, or maybe a phone call. Right. Um, yeah. Multiple touch points uh, I think is, is critical and making sure you have like that clear message on your target. Well, yeah. So, so you know, getting back to to verticals and 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 again, it doesn't matter. You could be an accounting firm that specializes in in contractors, right? It, it's still you you if you ha- you have to know you you know what your you know put your message out there. You, so you have to have good branding, good messaging, and 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 be consistent, right? So I could use the same marketing style for different verticals, right? I can do the same thing for CPAs. And we're also, you know, we do very well with help healthcare and HIPAA compliance. So there's different, you know, what you, you market to that, um, that, that vertical, but you also have to have that synergy on your, on your website so that everything coincides and flows nicely. Right. So, um, you know, and, and that's obviously we, we did a, a session on, on pages that you must have on your website. Right. But, you know, if you want to get into, you know, simple SEO, right? SEO is something, and and on, on the digital side, you have SEO, you have AdWords, you have, um, you know, whatever else, pay-per-click, you, different methods, right? Right now, we're only doing SEO, and we're, we're getting, I mean, great traction with that. Um, and why is that? So now that kind of gets into, you know, getting these qualified leads. How do you, you know, so not only you want to get them to your site, What's the next step? You need them to call you a convert, a call to action, right? You need something to happen. So, you know, you can have great SEO and a bad website or, or, or bad messaging and nothing's going to happen. You're going to say, this isn't working. Well, there's nothing worse than going to a site. You found a product that you want you and you can't be. find a damn phone number to order it or yeah. an easy button to click to get contact information or to get a call back or something like, Yeah. You got to make it easy for a conversion is what they call it, right? You know, if they can't get to your page and within, what is it? How many seconds? The average right. that somebody yeah. stays on your site. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if they can't get there within, you know, uh, less than a minute at least, then like you got a problem to solve right. most definitely. Um, but okay. So, so website is one piece of it, which I would call digital. And you want to have all these different oil wells going, right? I would say let, let's let's focus in on that, especially since we, we don't have a ton of time left. But so you mentioned referrals. I mean, I, I feel like referrals are great if you can find a way to foster those, because from a sales perspective, 
it's easy to gain trust. Someone else is there, it's probably their friend, and they said, hey, I know this guy, Brandon, he's a great guy, or I know this guy, Brian, he's a great guy. He's going to do it right. I trust him. I've been working with him. And so immediately, like you're up here, Yep. now your close potential is much higher, right? It's an easier sell. Um, you know, what have you done to, to try and foster? Well, you mentioned that you give some incentives to some of your guys. Um, are you doing anything else to foster referrals? Um, not specifically. We, we just redid the, um, the referral campaign itself. So we're, and, and we're actually in the process now of, of, you know, we try to do that, um, quarterly. And, um, so, so there's a couple of different pieces to that. So we have, um, we have different pieces on, on the back. It's probably similar to what you have. We ask our customers for a couple of things, right? So when I'm, when I'm in person with them, I kind of go on that, um, you know, if you know anybody referral type pitch, right? That's in person. We also do it. Um, we, we send out the uh, campaign for that, but I'm also asking clients for reviews as well. Right. So I want them to write a review about us so we can build our reputation and our, our digital presence with, with, um, Google, my business and, and those results. Um, so we're really just focusing now. So what we're working on now is I saw a session yesterday and I got a great idea from that is, is when you're doing your, your referral campaigns, have your entire staff on the bottom, a big, big blob about, about referrals so that every message that they're sending out, it's, it's being seen. Um, so, and again, my guys are corresponding with, with clients all day long. So yeah. um, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But, but from what I've you know heard that there's some, some, you know, different, not only is it the emails, it, it's doing the, the, the email signatures. It's um, you know, and any type of follow-up that you can do, we're, 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 it's kind of new to us. We're kind of green in that area. Um, yeah. so this go around, we have a little more content to work with. So, you know, be interesting to see the results. What about you? Just, just for uh, others to hear. So, uh, you know, we've sent out quite a few different referral campaigns and like to explain what that is. A uh, campaign would be like, hey, we put together some sort of offer. We were sending out letters or calls and stuff like that. And we were having, we we're trying to gamify it ultimately. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest success that I sent out in the past was it was a free TV. <laughs> Um, you know, I don't know, it was, it was simple, but we ended up getting, I don't know, like four or five leads from that, that were pretty decent qualified leads. Um, but I, I remember through our group that there was another company in another state that was giving away a Tesla and what yes. they did. Yeah. Yeah. And what they did was depending on the number of computers, the prospect had or phones, they would get yep. a certain number of tickets and then they did a drawing. Yep. And I remember reading some posts because people were like, oh, you're crazy. You're going to give that away. But I mean, if if the Tesla costs 40 grand, 50 grand or whatever at the time, this was a few years ago. Now, you probably <laughs> can't get one off the lot now for less than like. Right. right, right. It was a Model 3 probably. It wasn't the. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, but they ended up making like over one hundred thousand dollars in revenue off of that. People wanted that. Campaign. Right. Yeah. Wanted, and yeah. so that this is something else that I find a lot of people are sort of short-sighted when they think of marketing because they're like, well, you know, you spent, you spent $2,500 to get this close, right. but if it's $25 you spent, but you're talking about like monthly recurring revenue or something that is not just a one and done type of opportunity sure. that starts stacking up. Right. And so then the more marketing you throw at it, really the better, because like, I want to spend more money because 
then all of a sudden my MR is exponentially paying me back exactly um, for all of that effort put in. Yeah. So ours, ours is based on um, it, it's for every referral qualified referral that we get that is in this criteria that has to be, I think 10 users and yeah. uh, they have to have a meeting with, with, with myself. And so they get 25 or $50 just for that referral. And then they get entered into um, I think it's twice a year, a $500 Amazon gift card um, is, okay. is the, the top price. So um didn't get any traction from that. So, but again, it was just, it, it has to be like you're saying, you have to keep touching and, and putting it out there and, yeah. um, you know, re refine the process. We, like I said, we're not marketing experts, you know, just because something is working this month does not mean it's going to work next month, next quarter, next year. It's all, there's, there's a lot of variables there, but be persistent in your messaging and in your marketing. And we send out weekly emails um, to everybody. And, and, you know, it could be a, you know, a, a tip, you know, a security tip or it could be related to your business, just have to keep putting it out there. And, and no one's, yeah. you know, other than, than, than I guess, bad, um, if you have a dirty list, uh, you know, of, of prospects, but we're, we're opting everybody in and, and they're engaging. There's some engagement there. We're not getting people that are signing off and, and you know, um, it's, it's, it's ongoing. It's organic and it has to keep, you know, you have to, like Brandon said earlier, you have to keep putting these touches out there. And, and so, like, you have all these different things. So you're doing SEO, you got some AdWords going, you're mailing, referral campaigns and things like that. Um, I, I, f I find it to be really wild. And I think you had a story that you shared something recently on one of our calls that I think that you should mention. But just on, like, it's not instant gratification either. Like, you have all these touch points going, and then all of a sudden, like, you start getting traction in different areas. Like you've touched somebody now 10, 15 times and mm -hmm. then they opt in. I had a prospect that um, they were getting our newsletter. We were sending them weekly emails about security tips and things going on similar to you. After about a year, I think, I don't know, we invested between all that marketing, maybe 500 to $1,000 between mailers and all kinds of other stuff. Um, they reached out to us on a random security tip email that like just hit home at the time that they were experiencing something like, Hey, call me. And it was like right. the fastest close. Like, yeah. Yeah. and I don't know, like it, it's been plenty of times where um, somebody says, Hey, you know, I got this thing a long time ago from you and we're just having an issue now. And yeah. we think we should talk. Um, it's not usually like, Hey, we just mailed it out and then they're ready to go. <laughs> day yeah. one. Yeah. I don't, you told me something that, you know, you sent something, a year ago or something like that. And then you got a call, right? Um, well, so yeah, I, I had someone that we actually, we were um, at the pr proposal stage. So, oh, okay. you know, you think everything's good. And so, so we, we had the initial meeting, we, we gave the proposal and, you know, and, and there's nothing worse than, than no action after you, after that process. Right. So it's not, you know, I'd rather them come back and say it, it was relative to price or it was this, or we found somebody else. There's just yeah. radio silence for, for whatever get an email the other day last week that we want to move forward with the proposal. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's like, painful. Okay, too. I, I, I feel like whenever a vendor is after me or I'm working with somebody, I at least tell them like, Hey, you know what? It's just not a good time right now. Maybe in three months or Hey, pricing doesn't work or whatever. Like my issues, when you just get that radio silence, it's as a salesperson, like it's because you're trying to follow up and you think yeah. like you had great conversation and things were going right and, and you can help them as well. Like you feel like you can bring value and then it's just 
zero and you, zero. you can't get anything. It's yeah. and, and 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 I think the majority of of my um, meetings that I have are engaged by the prospect. So it's someone that, that was, was through, through SEO or responded to something that we sent. So, so, um, and, and it's just, it's, so there's, there's a need here. You search for something, you found it, we talked and, and it's been, I mean, I've had someone that, that right away, we go right into that, um, that proposal phase. And, 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 um, I don't know if you, did you watch, um, Derek yesterday from our group? No, he was, he was on with Jeff. It was it was a great. You should watch it. I'm sure it, it was recorded. But he's he's like, you know what? As soon as I I get them, I I overnight, you know, or, or shock and awe. He's like, I have a proposal with them, and I want them to sign within that week. Like just just you know, pretty much. Chris Voss, get them to commit. That's right. Those are my issues. Yes, yes, yes. And then get that signature. And his close rate is is like forty something percent, which is. So just to break down everything you mentioned, this goes back to process. Sales process. So oh, it, yeah, yeah. It's also not enough to just be doing the marketing. Like you got to be a professional about the entire thing. So, hey, you got the lead in the funnel now. What are we going to do next? And what are we going to do quickly? Because I, I would say in most industries, like when somebody's looking for something, like they want it and they want it now, they don't want to wait till next week or next month or they're not planning on something a year out. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. Like that does happen on occasion, but most typically like they want it quickly. And so like the, I'll say the dating phase, which is like you getting the proposal together and the first time you meet and everything, like you're kind of proving how quality of a company you are from that first piece of communication to what's the next step. And the fact that, Hey, you got a lead that came in. You have a phone call tomorrow. They already have a box from you with more information. Um, like that's just a, a differentiator that you don't see out there typically. And people don't realize like there's a lot of work <laughs> involved oh, yeah. in yeah. that. And, and making sure that you have a process like that is so extremely important. I, so Mike, I feel like my close rate when we started implementing more of that process, process. driven, uh, I'll, I'll just call it process went up significantly. Um, <clears throat> and by us sending more information before we even had a meeting, a lot of times it answered questions that just made it easier when we were yep. having a conversation at the proposal phase. So they were yep. like, oh yeah, I read that in there. And oh, I saw you had a money back guarantee or this or that, or mm -hmm. whatever your SLAs are. Like make it easy for them and, and give them what they need right off the bat. And if you can answer objections even before they come up, like that's perfect. Yeah. And we tell, you know, one of the things that, that you probably send too is we tell them when you're evaluating other IT companies, look for this, look for these things, you know, and make sure that they're, that they're part of, of, of their proposal or, or if you're using them now, make sure that they're doing that now. Um, and some of the, you know, the negatives that, that, because everything has a negative side, right? So if we send a our, our shock and oil box, which is basically a branded box with materials in it and just, you know, some tchotchke things and then, I've actually had someone call me back and say, we can't afford you, like just based on that. And it was like, well, no, that's, <laughs> you know, like, no, this is, this is good stuff. This is something that, that, you know, it, it, I didn't say that to them, but it's like, well, let's, we didn't even get to that point. You know, let, let me come in you know, tomorrow, whatever. And, um, but it's, but it's you know, you what? honestly, that, that's okay too, right? Absolutely. Not, not everybody's for everybody. And Absolutely. that those initial meetings are to figure out if you're both a good fit. Yep. Um, and, and one of the last things though I'll, I'll say is that our marketing is again so so we we talk about different times a year different messaging um we also in our business we have the 
uh, if you want to call it luxury, but maybe maybe one month I'm going to market a specific service, VoIP, like you know, so I can I can now now I I can potentially hit someone that didn't care about their computers or they like their their IT provider, but I'm offering free phones here and and uh, uh, you know fifty percent off their current bill. That's worth the phone call for me, you know. Yeah. And, and, and even thinking about what's going on in the world at the time, right? I'm, so obviously we're in IT, so it's easy for us right now because of all the cyber things going on with the war and ransomware going on all the time. And so like that messaging is easy. But if you can think of ways on like, hey, what's going on in the news is something, you know, related to your industry that you can educate at the same time or make yourself really pertinent with, with what's happening in the world. I mean, all, all the better. Absolutely. Absolutely. The marketing message. I mean, you have to be ready to, I think, you know, be on a whim, be able to change it and pivot and, and, and get, get your messaging out there. And, and like you're saying, topical and, and current events, whatever depends yep. on your business, but everything, you know, you can't just do, you know, I, I get these, these faxes all the time for, for roofing and buying used cars. Right. It's like, uh, who's still sending faxes, man. <laughs> crazy. I get, a, I, I get them, you know, twice a week I'm getting something right. But <laughs> you can be rest assured when I, if I need a roof in, in the building, you know what, I'm going to that and I'm going to call that, that person, you know, I don't own the building. So it's not going to be me anyway, but it's, it's just yeah. the point though, is that that's, that's still, you know, um, th- that still goes on. It's, you know, that's their method of, of, you know, they, they blast out these, these faxes. So, um, so, so we're, we're kind of running out of, yeah, out of runway here. I, I want to recap a couple of things. Yep. Number one, have a clear target market, right? Know your audience. Maybe it's a vertical. Um, we didn't talk about personas, but maybe even creating a persona of who is your ideal, like target market person that you're speaking to, um, customize the messaging, multiple oil wells, referrals, SEO, AdWords, website focus around conversion having a, a clear process once you do get a lead what you're going to do, do with it, it next right. <laughs> yeah um and also having having all those touch points right not stopping after one and and making sure that it's a multitude of touch points in front of each prospect because they're not necessarily going to convert or or raise their hand after just one right um is there anything else you can think of i think we Absolutely. I think we, it was a good session. I think we kind of, again, it, it's different for your business, but, but the, the, the messaging is the same, right? It's, it's the same, you know, keep the same structure, the consistency and it's not expensive, right? Brandon, I mean, there's things obviously that cost money, right? But like anything else, you're going to put a few dollars into it and, and your return is, 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 is a measurable return that, you know, listen, yeah. if, you, if you spend $500 a month on Google and you're getting back, you know, Four thousand dollars a month in revenue. You know what? You may up that to seven fifty next month, and then you're getting another. You're, you, so it's 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 based on the return, and you're not going to know until you actually you know start start small, get in there, and 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 you know reap the results. I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's been we've we've and again we we've had months where there's nothing, right? You've had you've been through that, oh, yeah. but it's you got to you got to keep doing it. Yeah, you got to spend money to make money, man. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, Brandon. Yep. Thanks, guys. Good session. See you uh, next week. Next week. All right.